I took off my shoes so I could sit. All right. Crisscross applesauce. Get comfortable. And here's the opening theme. Science AM. Science AM. Science AM. Science AM. Science AM. Science A. Science as fuck. Welcome to Science AF. I'm your host, Dave Chacho, and I'm Science as fuck. Woo! And, uh, you know, I always make the mistake of forgetting to... Uh, Are you going to ask me how to pronounce ask my how name? how to pronounce your last name, but mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it. Do you want me to just try and get uh, it wrong? It's phonetic. I mean, it, it's Hispanic. It's Mexican. So My, my guest today... <laughs> Pronounce all writer, of the performer. Pronounce all of the 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 uh, the vowels. Marcelina Chavira. Yes, it was perfect. Was that perfect? Yes. Yes. You did it. All right. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks Thank you for, for having here. me. And you uh, you do some comedy stuff. I do some comedy. I do a lot of comedy at the pack and around town. You've been on the show that I uh, work on, which is the Nikki Urban Show. Uh, the Nikki Urban Show is the best. Because she's awesome. Uh, yes, I play Carrie the Self-Care Fairy every uh-huh. once in a while. Come in and give us advice about uh, self-care. Yes, yes, and how to take care of yourself and be nice to yourself. Uh huh. You don't have to be that's nice important. to other people if you're not nice to yourself first. Um, I think that's important. You don't have. You should be nice to other people too. You should be, but, but you'll probably be nicer to other people if you're nicer to yourself. Niceness starts at home. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good motto. Yeah. Be um, nice to yourself. What other things are you working on? Um. Right now, I'm building for Brendo at the pack as well. Mm-hmm. Um. I am working on a. Pilot, we're going to have a staged, uh, a table read, a staged table read of my pilot on September 1st at the back after oh, that's great. sketch night, so that'll be fun. What What's your pilot about? It's called Macho Libre, uh-huh. and it's about a woke AF nine-year-old who has to go live with his estranged ex-luchador grandfather huh. after his father's die, after the nine-year-old's parents die, who uh-huh. were both dads. He had two dads. And now he has a granddad. His, his, both his dads died? Both of his dads died. So he's got to go live with his wrestler. ex-luchador grandpa. grandpa. Uh, in uh, the U.S. or yes, back in, in the, Mexico? Yes, in the U.S. Um, that's awesome. That sounds like a great premise. Thank you. What's it called? Macho Libre? Macho Libre. Macho Libre. It's going to be a meditation on toxic masculinity and machismo and the Latin X culture, which is very bad. Machismo mata. Um, I actually mm-hmm. wrote it because both my father and my brother are very macho, and I noticed that it kind of is a detriment to them. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted to write something about uh, Lucha Libre because it's flipping awesome, and there's not enough Mexican family-oriented sitcoms on television. Yeah. You could probably really Did that. I say Mexican or wrestling? Wrestling. There's there needs to be more wrestling. There and needs Mexicans. To be more and Mexican families. I don't... It, there aren't any major sitcoms, are there, on the major networks? Well, One Day at a Time on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Which is doing really well. Which, I guess, is a major network now? Yes. 
Cool. That sounds great. And hey, so Netflix. they're, they're going to do a live reading. Hey, Netflix. You need <laughs> another. You need another Mexican. You, you don't have enough wrestling Mexican family sitcoms. Yes. Have um, both. You have, a rec- you have a wrestling sitcom and a Mexican sitcom, but you could have a <laughs> Mexican wrestling sitcom. Think of you would have the, the synergy of both audiences. Of Glow and One Day at a Time. Yeah. This, this is the With less boobs. It's the Glow. Well, don't say that. That's not a selling point. Less nipples. Well, no, because men will have their shirts off. More nipples. More nipples. <laughs> More nipples, less boobs. Less less bare boobs. Same M- amount of boobs, but they will be covered. Okay. They're and then Look, everybody likes boobs. Right. Boobs are great. If you got them, good job. If you don't, there's something to aspire to. <laughs> right. <laughs> As our fabulous pecs. Yes. Woo. Cool. So you're reading that live with uh, a cast? Yes. Of uh, uh, Fernando Funes, who is, um, I'm sure you know he's yeah. on. Uh, he's really funny. He's brilliant. Uh, he is producing, helping me produce it, producing it, keeping me on track. And we're um, casting a lot of people from another sketch group I'm in, Latinx Comedy Pechanga. Mm-hmm. Pechanga, um, which is an all Latinx comedy group. That is also good, awesome. and performs at the pack sometimes. So they and they perform around mm-hmm. Los Angeles. They right? perform around. Uh, we try to have a showcase every quarter, um, and they do a lot of improv at the clubhouse. Check them out; they're funny. Cool, Pachenga. Pachenga. Um, I know that's a casino. What does it that means? Mean? Like get together. Oh, okay. I think I'm the worst Mexican. I don't speak Spanish. And I don't like cilantro, uh, and I look the way I do, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which is vaguely Asian. Yeah, I I stole that from my own uh, Uh, (laughs) stand-up. Are you uh, 100% Mexican? No, I'm half Mexican, half white. My mom's white. My dad's Mexican. Cool. So I need more uh, skin care cream than some of my... uh, relatives do yeah yeah that's that's actually that science so my mom's Mm -hmm. my mom's a doctor and um i am slightly obsessed with skincare so i am very well read on in terms of connective tissue and uh ethnicity uh white women my mom don't uh our collagen and connective tissue breaks down more quickly so that's why uh, black don't crack, Asians uh-huh. look young forever. That's why white people white look, people look, look old, old when they're 35. When they're 35. Because <laughs> <laughs> your connective tissue is, is thin and it's breaking down more quickly. So don't go outside. Don't you stay can. out of the sun. Stay out of the sun. We're genetically inferior. For, yeah, for sun. I'm half Italian, and there's a picture. My dad's, like, super dark-skinned Italian, and my mom's very white. And so I'm also kind of in the middle, but I'm pretty pretty white. You'll you'll look good. You got that Mediterranean blood. I have a little bit of that olive going on. And you said you have uh, 
a quote unquote soft science background. Yes, uh, I my background is in anthropology, social social anthropology. Uh huh. Um, I when I was in high school, I was part of the Junior Engineering and Technological Society. Oh really? We built robots. Oh, that's so cool. Um, I used to build robots when I was in school. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I like, love it. I didn't do. I did the big building things. It. it if you were familiar at the pack, I build props and costumes for people. Yeah. Um, these big crazy things. Have you built any like robot like things for, for comedy? Uh just the power loader for Night Church. I built Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, I built a uh, the, the power from loader the aliens? from aliens from the, the final So uh, that's the battle. mech the mech suit, right? Yeah, that, yeah. The caterpillar it's a caterpillar power loader, in? yeah. Uh huh. Um, that that Ripley puts on to fight the alien queen. And Are there pictures of what you built somewhere or yeah, video? Because um, people have told me <laughs> you have to see this thing. If you go to uh, my Instagram or my website, uh, MarcelinaChevera.com, um, there's a video of me in the suit before I, we painted it. And then there's some pictures of, um, of C.K. Kimball, uh, in the in the uh, the finished painted mm -hmm. power loader, it was it was all out of cardboard. Uh, yeah, that was fun. So this is basically what I did in the Junior Engineering and Technological Society was I would build the bigger things. I wouldn't work on the electronics. Uh -huh. I wouldn't do any of the math things. You know, like the mechanical arms and yeah, stuff like that. Just the the casings, and I was always really good at like knowing kind of intuitively where the balance point should be where people mm -hmm. would or like you know how long it should be and how you can pick you're probably good at spatial reasoning yeah. like how things move in yeah space pretty and stuff. good pretty good at that did, uh, did you have like an erector set or legos or something when you were a kid no my mom always was like she would never give me coloring books she would give me uncoloring books what does that mean those are kind of like you know it would it would be a squiggle on the page, and it was like, use your imagination, make it into something else. And then you were supposed oh. to, or like, it would be half a painting, and you were supposed to finish it. Oh, or cool. use your imagination kind of thing. And so, and so I watched a lot of, of painting, television. Instead of just painting in the lines, it was more about like creating a yeah. piece of art around yeah. what the starting point. Yeah. That's great. Which I, I think was good. She also didn't let me play video games, which... It's sad now because I could be a millionaire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, could have been the king of Pong. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, no. I'm, yeah. That's what I, my, yeah. I would just do things myself. Uh -huh. That's always been my, like, even at home. Why hire somebody to do it when you can do it yourself? So, like, I put shelves up and install things that I probably should get a professional to do. I think that's fun, yeah. But I do it myself. I made all these shelves myself. I was admiring I those shelves. I do a lot of DIY stuff. I'm glad you use that space. And that's all, yeah. <laughs> Th those are all c uh, costumes and props and puppets. Uh, I have and a glasses similar and mustaches. <laughs> I have a similar setup at, at my place. They're all over the... Everybody is in the back <laughs> has yeah. bizarre... If you have this illness where you have to waste your time doing sketch comedy, then you, you have, have to. 
you have closets and shelves. It's a waste of time. Of props. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, let's talk about some science. Yeah, let's doc. talk about science. I love science. I. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, so I was in junior engineering and technological society. I audited AP physics uh -huh. B because all my friends were in physics and I knew I couldn't make the grade, so I just audited it. So you liked physics, but you weren't. You told me you weren't wrapping your head around the math. The so math much. I couldn't do. Like oh, but there were some times where I would take the test and I would be the only person who got the question right because I figured I like I knew how to get the answer but the answer would be wrong <laughs> oh okay so i would cool. show so you my had work sort of an intuitive sense yeah. of how things work yeah probably uh, should have gone great. to med school but you know there's still time <laughs> there's always time there's for med always school. time for med school do something fun instead there's enough doctors <laughs> i need more sketch comedians yes there aren't enough sketch comedians <laughs> <laughs> Um, so uh, this has been like shared all over the internet. The giant this parrot. This week, a giant parrot was found, not alive, unfortunately. No. Um, so they're calling this Heracles inexpectatus. <laughs> it sounds like a uh, a curse, a Harry Potter curse or spell. Inexpectatus. Inexpect. So wrong, yeah. If you ever need, if you need a giant parrot to help you out, just go Heracles. That's your Patronus. <laughs> um, that would be a pretty terrifying uh, Patronus. A seven kilo parrot. Seven kilos, which is fifteen pounds, which is basically I looked this up, um, the size of a bald eagle. Oh shit, so that's still pretty big. That's really big. Yeah, it's probably you know like three feet tall and. Uh, it would be pretty scary <laughs> sitting on a on a perch in in your living room. Or or imagine the crazy people down in Venice Beach that walk around with, with parrots on their <laughs> their shoulders. How long would this guy live? Like, if a normal parrot lived lives to be like sixty, seventy years old, That's is this a, a two hundred year old parrot? I don't know. Or is it like um, is it bigger so it doesn't live as long? So this is in New Zealand. And really, th all they found was two leg bones, two fossilized leg bones. And then they uh, just extrapolated the rest of the parrot. Reversed engineer <laughs> the parrot. <laughs> so they don't know much about this thing. Um, Isn't that how we got the brontosaurus? Yeah, that's how we in they incorrectly yeah, made the and now brontosaurus out of multiple different animals. What's his name now? There's a brachiosaurus. brachiosaurus. And there's a uh, titanosaurus. There's a few different giant sources. Mm. Yeah, but that's what they do. They find a couple bones and they go, I think this was a giant parrot. Okay, good. And they're probably right. I'm glad we have part of a giant parrot. I like all, all the news sources have been drawing little pi little like pictures of it, but there's not really much scale here. That's the one I, I saw on Reddit. I would like to see it next to... Uh, a dog or something. Yeah. What's a 15-pound <laughs> dog? Um, it's a little it's dog. Like a medium-sized dog, yeah. right? Like a terrier, maybe? It's bigger than a, like a, like a full-size poodle? Yeah. No, no, a full-size poodle. Maybe like, yeah, that's, that's like, like a legit pounds. dog. Yeah. I want, 
I want a Rottweiler sized parrot. A Rottweiler. I want a. I want a Great Dane sized parrot. Size parrot. I want a. I want an elephant sized parrot. Um, which ooh, would be parrots. a Triceratops. Yeah, basically. Going, basically, it'd be a Tyrannosaurus Rex. If we're doing this science thing, we got it. We got to nail down that birds are flying dinosaurs. Yeah. Well, dinosaurs, but whichever one survived, uh, turned into birds, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also know that raptors, uh, we don't know if they can open doors like in Jurassic <laughs> Park, but we do know <laughs> that they had feathers yes. on them. Yes. So they were kind of like human-sized birds. That's pretty cool. Or a little smaller. I think raptors were smaller than humans. I maybe. would still be a friend with a raptor. Three or four feet. Would you? Yeah, I'm sure if you kept them well you fed. Give, give, keep them de- declawed or... Uh, no, no, just keep just them cork, well fed. cork their claws. Yeah. Yeah. Keep them well fed, cork their claws. I don't know because, uh, as I showed you, my cat today <laughs> ripped open my hand, and she's like 20 pounds. So she's adorable. She's deceptively cute. She's so cute. My cats do the same thing. My she's not good. nice, though. She's just cute. Oh, my cats are, are nice. Nice <laughs> and cute. Nice and cute. And annoying. Um, I thought this was cool. Yeah, it's the glow-in-the-dark sharks. Green glow-in-the-dark sharks. Um, these are uh, swell sh- uh, cat, cat sharks, speaking of cats. Aww. I'm not sure to pronounce it. Scylorinus retifer and swell sharks. Cephalosylum ventrilism. Scylio. Scylio. Rhinus? Rhinus. Scylio rhinus. Retifer. Cephalosylum. Ventriosum. Yep. Let's just pronounce Latin words all day. Yeah, that's most of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Me mispronouncing names and words. Hey, do you want to hear something really depressing? Yes. Wasn't it, didn't they just come out 88% of large freshwater animals are gone? Oh. In the past, since the 70s? Since? Oh, that can't, jeez, oh, I hope it's that's like not right. It's like 80, 88% of freshwater Big freshwater things. Um, I enjoy being a person. <laughs> um, I know we've lost a lot of species in the last, like, 50 years or so. Um, decline. Let's see. Animal decline. Let's see if we... Yes, please fact check me. Let's see if we can. 88%. 88%. Hey! Science Daily says. Let's read this. And National Geographic. 88% decline of large freshwater animals from 1970 to 2012. Well, maybe it's rebounded since then. (laughs) Twice the loss of vertebrate populations on land or in the ocean. Large fish species are particularly affected. So, like, what would that be? What kind of... What... (sighs) Ah... There isn't, you know, the Colorado whales River and whale. Porpoises and... There are freshwater dolphins. There's freshwater... Yeah, there's river dolphins. But I thought those... Wait, is this just freshwater? Yeah. yeah. Thank God. Um, Sturgeon. Giant turtles. Crocodiles. Beavers. Beavers. Oh, megafauna. So it's not just fish. 
Oh, good. Dolphins, beavers, crocodiles, turtles, sturgeons. Hmm. 126 freshwater megafauna. Da, 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 da. 44 species in Europe. Um, does it mean that 88% of those are extinct or 88% of the. I think the population is just. Population yeah. Is okay. 88% overall megafauna decline. So that's most of them. Indo Malaysia or Indo Malaya? Where am I? What Where is are this? we? Most notably in the Indo Malaya and. Paleoarchic realms. What does that mean? That's 99%. China. It means that South Asia. 99 and 97%. Yeah. Because they don't give a shit about their water. Salamins. Sturgeons. Salamonids. Those must be salmons. And giant catfish. Oh, I bet they're a salamander. Salamander thing. Oh, salamanders? Or are they salmons? No, because you remember that giant salamander that came out of the river in Tokyo? Or not Tokyo. In Japan a few weeks ago? (laughs) No, I thought you were talking about that. uh, What's that Korean monster movie with that giant tadpole? The Host. The Host is such a good movie. I love that movie. Everybody watch The Host. It's such a good movie. Was I right? Salmonids is fish salmon of the salmon family. Ah, oh, salmonid. But what was the giant salamander? A giant salamander came, or was it Osaka in Japan? This gigantic salamander came out of the river. It was just like, hey. Oh my god. And everybody was like, what? Like, what do you mean by giant? Like, like as big as size? the table. Oh my, <laughs> that sounds horrifying. So a meter and a half. Because we're being scientific. Salaman- I've, f- I've seen salamanders in the wild, and they're no, look, really look. creepy little No, no, look guys. it up. Look All it right. up. Giant salamander. Up. Here it is. <laughs> Giant salamander emerges, emerges from river in Japan. 12 million views. No, YouTube, I'm never going to sign up. River provides the perfect backdrop for a midday stroll or an afternoon ride. These are activities that the locals and visitors alike both enjoy to partake in. But on this particular day, who would have imagined they'd be running alongside this big fella? He's a Japanese giant salamander, no. and only a fraction of the five feet his species can grow to. He's five they feet. They predominantly inhabit cool, fast-flowing rivers with lots of rocks and crevices. To he He's looks as almost big five as feet. me. Oh, look at this picture! Damn. He's as big as me. Yeah, look up, <laughs> look up, giant salamander in Japan. So, so I guess these the are these are parrot. known. <laughs> it's not like one just came out and they were like, "How did that happen?" So they're known of, I guess. Um, it's good that they're still. Yeah, good job, Japan. They're still around. <laughs> good job. eighty-eight percent of your freshwater friends are, are are dying. Um, ah. Well, that's really depressing. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I asked for it. Sci- science. You asked if I wanted to be depressed, and I said yes. Science is brutal. Science is. I mean, science is just. Watching what's happening. <laughs> um, and saying, that's happening. Yeah. Interactions of humans and animals are pretty brutal, though. Oh, brutal. Is it Instagram? I thought, what was it called? 
nature is brutal AF and it was so cute. It's like, look at these adorable hyena cubs with a baboon's head in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, that's the old thing like chimpanzees are cute, but they can tear your arms oh, off. Oh, chimpanzees are the worst. Chimpanzees are are patriarchal. Are they? In their social construct. Yeah. I guess so. They they raid other chimpanzees. Things. And like murder their and yeah their and kings or whatever and they so they did a study and uh, I don't want to misquote that study. Well, now I started, so I have to finish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like, there's the alpha male, and he has his little harem, but what he doesn't know is that the little harem is fed up with all the bullshit that the alpha male is going through, so they'll sneak off. And go sleep with the nerds of the group. And mm -hmm. that's how the nerds procreate. Is uh -huh. Because when alpha, alpha male's not looking, the the girls will go hang out with the nerds. Well, nerds gotta get laid too. Yeah. Nerds, nerds gotta get laid. Bonobos are a matriarchal society. So there's a group of women. Instead of one alpha male, there's a group of women that uh, ever make all the decisions. Really? Yeah, bonobos. And we're actually more genetically related to bonobos than we are than to chimpanzees. Yeah. Uh, which one I saw recently, uh, have you seen pictures of, I think it was chimps uh, domesticating wolves? Like no. dogs? What? Yeah. Or let me, I'm going to look up. Um. I wouldn't put it past those guys. Chimps are apes. Hey, social anthropology. Still had to learn this. So it's us, gorillas, bonobos, chimps, orangutans, gibbons, and I'm missing one, I think. Um, of the great apes. That's an impressive list. I don't did know. Did I say? Did what? I? Us, gorillas, bonobos, chimps, gibbons, orangutans. Baboon? No. Maybe that's it. Maybe those are all the great apes. Macaques are really smart. You want to talk about macaques are super evil geniuses. They know how to cook their food. What's going on? I muted it. Okay, here we go. Wolves and monkeys casually commingling as if spending the day at some simian dog park. Why weren't these Ethiopian wolves <gasps> making little monkey meals out of the baby baboons, as one would expect lupine interlopers to instinctively do? So this is this is really interesting because it it shows us kind of how dogs were probably originally domesticated by wolves, like humans were walking around in tribes and the. The wolves were probably just hanging out and eating the leftovers, eating the leftovers and scraps, and they weren't, they wouldn't hurt each other. And now here's like the the wolves are eating like uh, rats or moles. moles or voles or something. Um, the whack a mole rat. Um, anyway, yeah. So this has been this has been like um, discovered happening in some baboon tribes. Cool. They're making their own dogs. What? <laughs> <laughs> it would be interesting to see, like, it w in a million years, when we're all around in a million years, it'll be interesting to see how 
like if they d- if they make different types of yeah. dogs. Oh yeah. If they make new breeds, like they domesticate the Ethiopian wolf. Yeah. This one was domesticated by baboons, and this <laughs> breed was domesticated by alligators. <laughs> alligators will make their own dogs. <laughs> have you uh, have you seen Red Dwarf? Did you watch Red Dwarf? Uh, some. Where the the one of the characters was a cat mm. that was descended from a race of cats. It was an evolved yeah, a cat evolved to be a human. Yeah, I remember human that. Cat. That guy. What was his name? Cat. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> The actor is Danny John Jules, if anybody wants to look up Danny uh-huh. John Jules. Man, yeah, I watched that probably in the 90s or something. I should rewatch it. I don't know if it holds up. I watched it late at night when they would run British comedy on my local PBS station. I wonder if it holds up. I don't know. Do you, do you hear they're making a new season of Black Adder? What? what? That's what I heard. Which... Black what? Did you watch Black World Adder? War II? Would it be World War Two? No, I think it's um, I don't know. It's Vietnam. It's a different time than they've done before. Cause Over the Top was a great episode. The, Which the, one was that? The Armistice Day one. I the actually haven't seen the a World lot War One. A lot of Black Adder. Oh, it's great. Just a little well, here and there. It was great when I was younger, watching yeah, it no. late at night. In but Hugh Laurie's in it. Yeah, Hugh Laurie and. Uh, What's his name? Mr. Bean? Mr. Bean. <laughs> Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson. Um, I'm down. History's history is also fun. Yeah. Is oh there man. a history AF? Have you heard? There's a podcast that I'm listening to right now called Hardcore History. No, I haven't heard Carlin. that yet. No. Um, it's pretty incredible. It's not a comedy podcast. Um, it's straight history, and each episode is, is like four hours long, and he only releases an episode a year or maybe two episodes a year because it's well-researched. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like a there's a five, there's six-part series on World War One. each part being four hours, so it's like Do 24 straight hours of World War One. World like War One is actually... The end quite fascinating it's super interesting yeah uh, i didn't know a lot of the you know different ins and outs of the yeah especially all the, the western weird front russian and the turkish stuff, too. stuff and yeah. yeah the russian uh the Ras- romanovs rasputin and all rasputin and, and the uh you know being overthrown and the the uh, bolsheviks um yeah th- a lot of crazy shit was happening a hundred years ago that was exactly a hundred years and ago the ram and yeah it was oh yeah it was a little more, like 102. When was Armistice Day? Did we just did we just do that? <coughs> did we wear our poppies? Um, when was Armistice in the, uh, 18, 17, 1917? I think so. Yeah, we must have just passed the anniversary. Must have. Watch Blackadder uh, uh-huh. over the top. <laughs> I gotta watch. Learn about trench warfare. Trench warfare, man. Oh, that was brutal. That yeah. was brutal. And like the beginning, the chemical weapons were just getting started. Oh, and, and then the Scots were still wearing kilts. <laughs> and then they got attacked with mustard gas, so they had to stop wearing kilts. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't hear that. That's the set. The Scottish army was still wearing kilts into battle, and they had to stop because of the chemical war warfare. Well. Damn it! Yeah. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice kilts. Ah. Um, 
That is a shame. My my mom's half Scottish, and we have a uh, we're Morrisons. We have a, a tartan. I'm, I'm sure some sort of like yeah. We have a tartan Morrison tartan pattern somewhere. I my high school had one. My high school has a copywritten plaid tartan. Really? Yes. Why? Because we're fancy. <laughs> I went to the fanciest schools. Did I got the best it, education. Um, like a magnet school? Yeah, it was a prep school. Yeah. Uh-huh. All, all girls prep school. Where? What uh, area? Dallas, Texas. Oh, the really? Hockaday School. Are you from Texas? I am. I am from Texas. How I am was proud. That? Uh, I love Texas. I don't want to move back to Texas. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I do love Texas. And I will There's defend some Texas. Some good things about Texas. There's some great things about Texas. There's some horrible things about Texas. Yeah. Uh, looking at you, concentration camps. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> if they were, Texas would probably be better off if they were to just stay independent. Yeah. <laughs> like, d- don't get was, me started on it. Ago. Don't get me started on it. Um. I think we still are. <laughs> Yeah, so does everyone from Texas. <laughs> well, so this is sort of optimistic after all that um, depressing stuff. Uh, public trust in scientists is growing. Oh, It's actually more than it ever has, even though you hear a lot of stuff about, whatever, flat-earth people or, like, <laughs> ultra-religious people, and they don't believe that science is a thing. Well, technically, millennials are the most educated generation ever. Oh, on God. this planet. Please save us. So They said that about us, the Gen Xers, too. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was in my 20s, and we really uh, shit yeah, the bed. What you, what, what you guys do? Come on. We didn't do anything. G- we mapped the, the human genome. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And we... What else uh, did we do? Oh, oh, quick, quick, quick science trivia question. Mm. Who actually discovered the double helix shape? Oh, the shape? Do you know? Well, it's attributed to Crick and Watson, right? Yes, but do you know who who that bitch Watson stole? Was it Crick? Stole it from? from? Do you know her name? I have heard this before, but I don't know her name. Her name is Rosalind Franklin. Uh huh. Ladies and gentlemen, Rosalind Franklin discovered the double helix shape and then quickly died of cancer, whereas Crick and Watson stole her research. Thank you. Um, I have, yeah. Rosalind Franklin. I've heard this before. Um, English chemist and X-ray crystallographer, mm-hmm. whose work was central to the understanding of molecular structures. Mm-hmm. Well, women didn't understand science back then. Yeah, so no, they I needed get it. Someone yeah. like Crick or Watson to tell to us come what it was. Take the credit even for even though it. she took a picture of it by herself in a lab. <laughs> Oh, she only learned to th- she only lived to thirty-eight. Yeah, she died of ovarian cancer. It was very sad. Oh, that's really sad. Um, we'll get on you, Rosalind Franklin. Yeah, everybody, look up Rosalind Franklin. Know her name. Yeah, she should be on those science things. Billboards with Crick and Watson. I think they're kind of out now. I think I think in terms of credit, like uh, when. I almost said Linda Lovelace. It's Ada <laughs> Lovelace who invented Ada Lovelace. Ada Lovelace, uh, Byron's daughter, who is the you know calculus computer 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 science computer science. Um, um, she's a mathematician, right? Mm-hmm. And she, yeah, she's one of the founders of 
computer science. Mm-hmm. Ada Lovelace. Um, Ada was one of the first languages I ever learned. Really? Yeah, I'm a computer scientist. Uh, I tried to take Java in college, and uh-huh. I ended up cheating off <laughs> of my friend. She did my applet, and I just copied and pasted it because it was it was hard. It was yeah. really hard. It can be hard. It was. N- I did not know. I started when I was like 10 or something. Oh, there you go. Um, so I kind of have been doing it for a long time. Um, we, were, it, we were sitting in class and the, the teacher, he was so cute. He was like, and we do all of this coding to make this one button. And you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? <laughs> and he was, be- he was being completely <laughs> sincere. <laughs> <laughs> all this coding just to press a button in, yeah. in Java and it like, it's so your browser work. can, yeah, like y- you know. It was an applet to make a s- frowny face, and you press the button, and it would smile. And I could not do it <laughs> to save my life. Oh it was, yeah, it, I couldn't. You have to swap out the picture. Or the nope, don't PNG. don't explain it to me now, because I'm just gonna cheat off of you. All these little <laughs> buttons are. Or just little Java yep. script things. Everything on your screen. The good thing is once somebody writes one, usually they just share it and everybody else just takes it. Which is what I did. Which is why they get better. That's what, what you I did. did. So you were just being a good I was being scientist. a good computer scientist. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this says that uh, scientists are one of the most trusted uh, professions with around 85%. Um, of Americans think that they ha- have a fair amount of trust in scientists. Yeah, I would hope so. Next Good one scientists. down is military is about 81%. That's Public too bad. Public school principals. I don't know why they didn't say teachers. Public school principals are 70s, 78 or so. Religious leaders are 50-something. The news, news media. media is around 50%. Now, I'm sorry. I think statistically we can say that public school anything and religious leaders should be much less than <laughs> news media. Yeah, people should be trusting their media a little more. but Never trust anybody in authority. I don't know why religious leaders are above 50. That's kind of surprising. I think they're more... Oh, this is an article that, that came out. Down. There are more atheists than Catholics in Spain. Really? Right now, yeah. For the first time ever or something? Um, That they figured out. <laughs> yeah. I wonder um, if how many people these days just say they believe in religion because it's sort of a cultural thing that they don't want to... Dude, you know. when I first when we first moved to Texas when I was ten, they didn't ask you where you're from. They asked you or where you live. They asked you what church you went to. Yeah, and I, I like, came from a place like that. The oh. Midwest, uh, Central Illinois, was like that too. You know, if it was really, and we were the only Catholics because it was a, you know, it was a very waspy place. There was one or two Jewish families, and there was one or two Catholic families, and everyone else was like. Some sort of Lutheran. Protestant, <laughs> yeah. Lutheran. Well, or now Methodist they're all Catholics because they're all my people in uh, Illinois. There's a big Mexican population. Are there a lot of Mexican people in Chicago? In Illinois? Yeah. In, I mean, there was, there have been in Chicago, but yeah. Um, not where I grew up. Although in Champaign, where I went to school, uh, we had a pretty high Latin community uh, population. Um, but um, yeah, where I grew up, it was. <laughs> 
It was white, white, white. White. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of people just cling to, you know, these terrible old ideas because they don't know anybody that's different from them. Oh, God. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's bad right now. <laughs> um, yeah. As opposed to normal. I mean. Which isn't much fun it either. It was. We were just talking about World War One. That was worse. Uh, that was the worst was time. It, was it worse? Um, was it kind of the same? Because if you look at Wilhelm, there's a, th- he was a lot of the same kind of. If he had Twitter, happening. Yeah, exactly. If they had Twitter, if he had Twitter, I mean, that was definitely sort of one of the. F- That's an interesting parallel, Kaiser Wilhelm and President and Trump. now. <laughs> Yeah, and then, you know, Mussolini and uh, the Tsar and, yeah, there was so much sort of just, like, right-wing demigods, Mm -hmm. I guess, back then as now. Nationalism. You would think that we'd be, we've gotten rid of (laughs) that whole strain of, you know, human Well, after the worst, after actually the worst, might have been World War II. (laughs) Yeah. In terms of genocide on a large scale level, exactly. If we're gonna World rank, was, if we're gonna horrifying. rank things, World War Two was even worse. I like the theory um, that uh, World War One was the apocalypse, and we're all living in the post-apocalyptic world. Yeah, like World War One was what the Bible was talking about. A lot and of then people. Ever yeah. since then, we're just this is we live in Armageddon. That's a that's a really fascinating way to look at it. I I um, that gives me hope. <laughs> does it give you hope? Doesn't that mean that it's over? Yeah, then we're in hell. Congratulations. I have a little. I'm a little more optimistic than that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like humanity has is starting to wake up as a whole. Right? I, I mean, more I and more. I feel good about this Gen Z coming up. They seem like. They seem like lovely children. I hope so. I mean, they're going to have to uh, move us to Mars or either some clean shit. up the the whole Earth or move off planet. Well, we have twelve years. It'd be kind of funny if all the the young generation figured out how to leave Earth and go live in paradise, and they were like. All the older people were like, bring us with you. And they're like, fuck yeah, you. You, you drove, this shit up. drove fucking oil-based <laughs> cars, bitches. I always drown in it. I always say to my mom, like, this is your fault. She's like, no, I was a hippie. I was a hippie. <laughs> we wanted to change the world. I'm like, well, great job. You followed <laughs> through like you told me to do. Yeah. <laughs> always follow through. Well, hippies created a backlash of called the '80s, <laughs> of like Reagan anti-hippie bullshit, uh, war on drugs. Uh, it's crazy that like, Biden. <laughs> Biden. Why is Biden? What is why? Why is why Biden? Is Biden? <laughs> exactly. Why is Biden? Uh, Uncle Joe. Come on, Uncle Joe. Come on, Uncle Joe. The only you're the only one who could blow it. <laughs> Out of everyone running for president, you're the only one who could blow it. Uncle Joe, we, you know, we videotaped you <laughs> <laughs> in the '80s and the '90s. 
And now, didn't he and just now. he just say something like, "Oh yeah, the white kids," saying like, "They're just as good as the white kids." Poor kids are white just kids. as good as white kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, Uncle Joe, bro, bro, just leave. Just Come on, boo. Just, just step aside. You're it's, not with Obama not anymore. Time. We're not gonna let you. Into it's the not your time. <laughs> Unfortunately, fucking. Iowa's going to be like, oh, oh my God. They we love, love old white men. We love old white men. He funny. He say funny things. He say hilarious things to Anita Hill. <laughs> to horrible. He says horrible Aww. things. Oh. I am so sorry. I am bringing this down. I am, it's a am I the most depressing guest? <laughs> no, not by a long shot. Oh, good. <laughs> No, we talk about this stuff a lot. It's hard not to. Well, if I mean, we're science scientists looking at reality, it's hard. It's hard to to look honestly at reality and um, be optimistic. <laughs> but I mean, you know, humans are, I think, getting better about being nice to each other, even though it doesn't always seem like it. Mm-hmm. Murder rates are going down. General violence is mostly going down except for pockets of like um war and you know mass shootings refugees and stuff (laughs) which is uh another mass shootings the shooting academic is academic epidemic the shooting the mass shooting epidemic in this country um it's it's obvious why it's going on and part of that is toxic masculinity yeah going back to for sure it's anger in general and it's in masculine anger specifically i think it's it's can a, we, can it's we, a feeling can we say of, it can we say it yeah white masculine anger yeah <laughs> basically i mean i think I mean, people are feeling disconnected i was just watching this this flat earth documentary and uh, a documentary about them not in favor of it but um they're not shooting people up but it, it's the same kind of feeling when you look at those people they look lost and they look like they need a friend and they need something to cling to to believe in and they were even some were even like honest and they were like i can't go back to believing in round earth because these are all my friends now (laughs) it's like oh that's so sad you probably know that you're wrong but you can't. But you don't have any other social. Outlet. I can't quit sketch comedy because that's <laughs> all my friends are. That that's true too. <laughs> all my friends are in sketch comedy. All my uh, friends are in sketch comedy. Join a sketch group if you're thinking about going on a shooting spree. Don't join a do sketch that. Group join instead. a sketch group. You will most likely be surrounded by twelve other angry white men. <laughs> But it's a better outlet for (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, there were always people killing each other. Uh, We just didn't hear about it so much, you know, back before. No, that's true. And yeah. The news was so prevalent. And I'm glad we have scientists to look at the data and be like, you know what? It's actually less violent than it ever has been. Yeah. Relatively. It's just, we do have these pockets of just, uh, it's, it's a real problem. It, it's, it's not mental health and it, it's, it's something, it's, 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 it's societal. Toxic. It's, it's societal. A, it's, yeah. It's a societal toxic toxin that, that people maybe wanting to cling to old ways or like there's a, there's a way of life that 
has never existed in this country specifically but th- that has been promised to people. That's been promised. And, and there's this sort of fake nostalgia that, um, oh, it was better back then when it really never was. There was never like a utopian time in America or, or the world, you know, where everything was was grand. Well, actually, there's a there's a tribe um, that you study in anthropology, and I'm so sorry if I pronounce this wrong. The Dobi, okay, hold on, the Dobi Ju Ozzy, really the Kalahari. The uh-huh. the okay, there are three ways to click your tongue, and I'm probably doing it the wrong way, Tell but I me. think it's the back way. There's like there's the and then the, and then there's that, like a click. Uh huh. There's probably more ways. So those are the ways I can remember. How did you learn to pronounce those words? Cause I watched the documentary. Uh-huh. The <laughs> it, we read the book. We read the book on the on the, Kalahari? the the, uh, the um, people the, oh, of the Kalahari? Yeah. The uh, it was a com- it was the most um, equal society I've ever heard of. If you bring out the ethnographic record. Uh, men could have multiple wives, women could have multiple husbands, although that didn't happen as often. You'd get married off, but if you didn't like your spouse, you just leave. Mm-hmm. Um, they were hunter gathering. Poly, poly, poly uh, yeah, if you wanted. It wasn't yeah. if you wanted. Like, there were. Mon- monogamish? Yeah, monogamish. Um, That's they, probably way healthier than our, than our yeah. like, Victorian. Uh, Puritanical. Like, if you even look at someone, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> like, like nobody in nobody in traditional American marriages can stay married. Because That's why the divorce always, rate is sixty percent. Everybody strays a little yeah. every now and then. Um, but anyway. It, uh, anyway, they were completely egalitarian. Were they? Yeah. They, were they like a sort of democratic? They were. Uh, no, no. They were hunter and gather societies, mm-hmm. and they were nomadic. Um, the men would hunt and the women would gather. Everybody would work about. Uh, okay, I haven't read about these guys in like ten so years. Is it so, com- if like communistic or no, was no, it no, like no, no, no. They were they were hunter and gather. They were yeah, a but small how did tribes. They decide make decisions. I think it was a group thing. I think it was a group thing that people were just like, oh, this is better. I am so wrong. Somebody please tell me more <laughs> about the Dobi Aussie in the Kalahari. Uh, but then, of course, the Dutch came and put them on a reservation and everybody's sad now. <laughs> oh, man. But, like, they would I all mean, work... that's like the Iroquois of mm-hmm. central United States were a group of nations that basically had a sort of United Nations, mm-hmm. like a democratic sort of United Nations where they, they had would come together. Council. They had women in power. They would vote on things. They would come together and, like, work out issues, land mm-hmm. issues or whatever. Uh, and then, yeah, and then white people came and, and the white, the white people put them came. on reservation. Look, I'm not saying that all white people are bad. I'm just saying historically, it's not no. a good look. <laughs> it's not a good They're look. Clearly not. <laughs> not all of anyone is bad, and not all of anyone is good. But um, yeah, there's, you know, we just have to suck it up and admit our history of like doing bad things and try to be better i mean i and like i I came from my my background is in anthropology and that is has the a really horrible colonialist background Mm -hmm. but um 
I don't know. I you mean I, anthropologists, anthropologists themselves? Yeah, anthropologists themselves like, back in the like day. when Indiana Jones went and stole that, oh, all those, the shit from the Indiana natives. Jones. I fucking love Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> but no, don't raid the... Don't raid tombs. That's not okay. <laughs> yeah, that's why you got bowlers chasing that's why, you because that's you're the, stealing shit. They knew you were gonna come and try to steal shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I, there, there's room for improvement. Archaeo- uh, anthropologists are like, yeah, this we can't look at things like this anymore. And that's like a part of learning anthropology is that you learn the colonialist history and you learn how to deal with it mm-hmm. and learn to question your own bias in your own point of view you can't be objective when you study another society because you're coming from a society that has hang-ups and ways of being that are gonna definitely make you think differently hence mass shootings in america <laughs> yeah back to mass shootings Back to mass shootings in america this is normal buy your bulletproof backpack I mean, for back to school oh. <laughs> That's scary. That's scary. It's like it, it's like it's like from what movie in the eighties prepared us for this? There has to have been Judge Dread. Judge Dread. I don't know. Was, it, was there? Dread is a good movie. I love Dread. Um, the, the new the, one. The remake is yeah. it? Yeah. It it's so I good. I saw it. It's good. It's Carl Urban and it has Lena Headley in it. It and got, they got bad reviews. It was, but it's really good. Is it? It's okay. really good. I don't know what people. I will check it out. Were messed up with because I I wish I had saw it in the theater because like you can see that they did some things for three D but I loved it. I thought it was great. Carl Urban was a great dread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. He's just like a. He was a judge. He was like it's a, a cop, RoboCop role. It's like a cop and ex. Yeah, judge, judge jury, judge, and executioner. Judge Judy and executioner. Judge all in one. Judy and executioner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Judge Judy is now Judge Dread. I'd be down for that if she was the lawbringer for the oh, entire country. <laughs> it was just her in a giant mech suit. What if Judge Judy? Had yeah, um, had all these guns attached to her. I want and then that. When she made her decision, the only person who should have guns in this country is Judge Judy. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I don't think I uh, agree with many with Judge Judy on a lot of things. I don't care. It's just that's too funny. She's very old school, like Protestant white. Uh, but if anybody should have guns, though. <laughs> <laughs> No, just, not her. Just Judge Judy. But then you know where if she we is. Carl Urban should be ah, should have so a TV pretty. show where people bring his they bring their disputes and he just kills Carl one. Urban. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Urban is Judge Judy. <laughs> judge Judy and execution. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch that show. Okay, Carl Urban will have all the guns. Yeah. Thank you, Carl, for taking on this issue yeah uh, but if you're if you're a white kid angry about how things used to be better they didn't suck no, it up yeah they've always sucked you know they what still suck. listen to nine inch Find nails a fucking hobby get a razor to, blade this is a metal or something or punk rock carve a heart in your thigh <laughs> write uh, some poems get it get, get s- the dark eyeliner tattoo on your back and and most importantly, consensually get laid. Yes, consensually get laid. There there are girls who think you're cute. There are girls who will fuck you. 
you're, I guarantee it. You if, look if you tubercular. Look long enough, you'll you're find really one. skinny. You're moody. <laughs> We've got unhealthy issues. Everyone has unhealthy issues. <laughs> kind of. Some, uh, everyone, somebody wants to fuck everyone. I, I, I guarantee look, you, there's look at all billions this, of people. Richard Ramirez had so many people trying to get with him, and he had horrible halitosis. <laughs> uh, not to mention the murdering. Uh, not to mention the murdering. He, he was the <laughs> which was was it, the strangler. Uh, Richard Ramirez is the night stalker. The night stalker. Him, uh, yeah. Green River Killer. People, people wanted to date him. People want to date him. If you them. are in high school and you're you're a little weird, don't worry. People will want to date you. There but are if weirdos. You, but if you if you go and you murder a bunch of people, then you're just gonna. There die are girls. If you like boys, insult. then there are boys who would also want to date you. If you're a boy who likes boys, that's fine. There's boys that will like you. If you're a boy that likes anthropomorphic foxes, <laughs> there are places there are for too. you. You there, can. We I talked about this with Ethan Stanislavski, but have you seen that Japan? has okayed uh, what they're calling humanimals, which is animals with, with, with human DNA sliced, spliced in. So they're... Um, what? They're going to start having... And the idea, the reason is... What? It's supposed no, to be for to good eat? reason. No. It's, it's, <laughs> well, they want to try to make pigs grow human organs that can be transplanted but you can, into you humans. you can grow an ear on the back of a rat. No yep. problem. <laughs> That's like, I'm counting on that. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, this is kind of that. I mean, this is like, uh, on a, a larger scale, creating animals that have human DNA in them so they can be, you know, grafted. Like like the island. Well, now I want to eat them. You want to eat them because they're... Now I want to know how they taste. You want to know how... I, Human, hum, human animals taste. Human animal, human animals. <laughs> You're a, you might be a, a human cannibal. Human cannibal. 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 I'm a human animal cannibal. Human animal cannibal. Um. So that's a scary thing. Hopefully, they're they're not talking about making human brains in in animals yet. But so no island of Doctor Moreau. Not yet, but uh, could happen. We're. we're we're almost to the technology where we could have the the human cats from the cats trailer. No. No. Actually running no. around. No. None of it. No. Like, like what if you had uh, no. just a little two foot tall human animal no. cat running around? <laughs> no. That's the scariest thing. Have you seen the island of Dr. Murrow? Yeah. It's you terrifying. Had that little it's, guy. it's kind of a terrible movie, but also really interesting to watch. Ah, a great that actor little guy. Is there. Um, and the reason why that little guy is there, watch the documentary on it. Oh yeah, I have. I because, love that documentary. Uh, uh what's his face uh demanded it. Yeah. Uh Marlon Brando, Marlon Brando loved the little met dude. this guy at a bar or something. And he and just he was wanted like, him. You're gonna come be on the movie with me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, did you see the part about how the director got fired, but that he stayed on the island yeah. and he was in the background yeah. in one of the animal <laughs> costumes and nobody knew it, sneaking around, fucking. And how they had to feed all of Marlon Brando's lines to him in an ear. It was just it was in an earpiece. It was the well, most that's like all of his, like in the movie Superman, he's walking around. That's right. 
because he has his lines written on <laughs> all different places around the room. So you just see him walking around without saying anything, and then he says a line, and then he walks somewhere else, and he says a line. <laughs> oh, Brando. Why? <laughs> Marlon, listen to me, Marlon. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's a crazy guy. Yeah, I don't know why they, they said he was the best actor that ever lived. He was I really cute was when he was, he was very attractive. He was attractive. He was sure. an attractive man. And he was a pretty good actor in like Streetcar Named Desire, but like he, he quickly toxic got. Toxic masculinity. He, yeah. <laughs> it was about toxic masculinity. And he was full of it from, uh, he was full of toxic masculinity from the stories. Um, and just ego and just, ugh. Blech. But uh, anyway, Humanimals. Humanimals. Coming soon. Um, well, Marcelina, we've been talking for about an hour. Oh, have How we? do you feel? I yeah, feel good. I don't. About a whole I don't, bunch of stuff. We've been talking about very sad things. Yeah, I know. What are some happy wanna, science things? Let's see if we can find a happy story to go out on. Let's see. What is cool? What's What's happening that's good? That parrot's pretty fucking Why good. Why cats we eat grass? Why do cats eat grass? Um, this because my a- cat does it and just throws it up. Oh, really? Yeah. So this is just about a theory. Um, some people think cats eat grass specifically to throw up, to help them throw up, um, or to get the hairballs out and stuff. But um, this new study, or this new theory, is that they, that it's. Uh, that they have evolved to to like to eat grass because it helps uh, get intestinal parasites out of So my cat has parasites? No. Cause according to this story, these parasites don't exist anymore. They've just sort of evolved to learn to do that. Oh. But it might help just... I think it helps just like some roughage to clean out the... Because we cats. all... You and I... S- specifically in this room have toxoplasmosis oh definitely which is why we love our cats so much and people who don't like cats don't worry you will become infected too <laughs> we're going to infect you and all. you will love cats as much as we do toxoplasmosis not only likes you makes you like your cats even though my cat is a dick <laughs> even though they're dicks <laughs> um, it also makes you more delicious to cats so if you die they they will eat eat you you. i did not know that that's so cool yeah but i wouldn't mind like if i did die i would want my cats to eat me if i was yeah if i was just like rotting downstairs because i fell down my stairs and nobody found me for a week maggie can't get to her kibble yeah she doesn't have thumbs she's gonna eat my nose first do you hear that callie callie you're allowed to eat me yeah if i die not if i'm just Drunk. <laughs> Please don't eat me Not if, if I'm I passed pass out, out drunk. But if I'm legitimately dead, you check my pulse, you can eat me. Mm-hmm. Um, so they think it's it's just a learned behavior, but it's not a bad thing. There's there's nothing really wrong with cats eating as long as it's not toxic grass. No, I, I buy her. I buy one of my cats grass specifically. Indoor grass? Yeah. Yeah, it says that. What kind of grass do you get? I was thinking about doing that. The one they used to sell... I'm so sad it's passe now, but wheatgrass, you could just buy at oh. the 
the grocery store and it was cheap. Oh yeah. But if you buy it at the if you buy it at the pet store, it's like seven bucks, six bucks. But at the grocery store, it was like three bucks. I don't know. For a little. For a little pot. Pot of wheatgrass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I used to have some of those. I used to have a juicer, um, and juice of my own wheatgrass. I mean, I mean, when I say used to, I did it like once or something. (laughs) It was cool. I was on the wheatgrass bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. I I used to as well then. Because <laughs> <laughs> I drank wheatgrass once. When it was, yeah, <laughs> when it was everything. Um, cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming in You're and welcome. talking science with me. Women in STEM. Yay. Women in STEM. And they're saying STEAM now. Have you heard Oh, that? yes, the arts. They're adding the arts in, which is awesome because um i've always often thought i've always thought art and science are closely related Leonardo da vinci and math and art are closely related yeah all of these things all of these are things great are and things uh, te- are teach good. your kids steam so science, not just technology engineering arts and math not just ada lovelace and rosalind franklin but also uh frida kahlo and artemisa oh what's what's her she's really cool she Artemis, look her up. She always draws. She's a Renaissance painter. She was raped and forced to marry her rapist. And she has all of these really beautiful paintings of women cutting off men's heads. Gentileschi? I think so. Artemisia Gentileschi? Yeah! Oh, wow. Let's look at some images. Artemisia Judith slaying... Holofernes, that's it. Artemisia, she Italian? Gentileschi. Gentileschi. She's very, oh, is she Baroque? I thought she was Renaissance. She's Baroque, ladies and gentlemen. I am so sorry. Um, She's, her use of light is fantastic. Yeah, these paintings are great. Well, that one's Rembrandt, so of course that one's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, El Greco, these are not all her. Caravaggio. But she's one of she's one of them that you should you should know the name Gentileschi, and you should it, like you know the name Caravaggio, like you know the name El Greco, mm-hmm. like you know the name Frida Kahlo. What? Gentileschi. Gentileschi. Artemisia Lucrezia. Artemisia Lucrezia Gentileschi. All right, look her up. Look her up. Watch Dread. Uh, watch Dread. Dread is, what is what so good. Today? Okay, watch Dread. Um, look up the giant salamander. Look up in Japan. Rosalind Franklin. <laughs> Rosalind. Look up Ada Lovelace and Linda Lovelace. Yeah, watch Linda Lovelace videos from the seventies. They're interesting as well. Um, she was in Deep Throat. Right? She was. She was the star of Deep Throat. I think uh, there's a movie about her. With the chick yeah. with the big eyes. Uh. Oh. She's blonde. Emma. No, the other big-eyed girl. <laughs> <laughs> um. She was know, in Mamma Mia. Let's see if this works. I was at Trader Joe's once, and I saw a movie star, and I was like, "What's her name?" And I googled act- blonde actress, big eyes, and it was Emma. Um, Stone. Not that and one. The other up, one. It came up on Google though. So let's see if this works. She's she's blonde. She's very Nordic. 
looking blonde actress, big eyes, blue, not Margot Robbie. No, Amanda Seyfried. Oh. I think she was. Is that Amanda Seyfried? That's no, Amanda that's Seyfried. Her? No, that's, her. they look oh, that's similar. Emma. That's Amanda Seyfried, who looks just like Emma Roberts in the next picture. That's interesting. Emma, is they that Emma look, Stone? That's a- Emma Stone. That's Emma Stone. Emma Roberts is another blonde Who's actress with big similar. eyes. Oh boy. Okay. Well. All of whom can play trees if they want to. Why are we talking about her? I forgot. <laughs> she played Liv- Linda Lovelace in a movie. Oh right, in the movie about the making of Deep, Deep Throat. Throat, which was when they were briefly trying to, they thought porn. Movies would be like theatrical release <laughs> across the country. Movies. Like the porn Alice in Wonderland that was also a musical. Really? Yes. Was it released theatrically? Yes. It was one of those X-rated features when they were, yeah, when they were I making. I thought that was a good idea. I'm, I, you know what? If you can do it, do it. But I've yet to see one that's good. I guess, but the thing is like. You know, you don't want to watch those in a group in public. Watch I don't even want to watch those erotic thrillers watch, from the 90s in porn. public. Uh, what the hell, 90s? I don't judge anyone for watching as much porn as they want at home when no one else is around or with their partner if they don't want. Watch don't watch it on the train. Don't watch it in line at the grocery store. Don't watch it in line at the grocery store. I've seen pictures on BuzzFeed of people like watching porn it's like, come on. at the gym. No. No, watch it. That's not even the kind of porn I want to watch. Yeah. Get, either get better porn or watch it on your own time. Yeah. Like the rest of us. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman wouldn't have gotten caught jacking off in a movie theater. Leave Pee Wee Herman alone. And uh, Fred uh, Fred Willard also got caught jacking off in a movie theater. And a beautiful man who died. But he was in a bathroom. Who's beautiful man who died? Wham. Why can't I remember people's names? Oh, Wham. Uh, Michael. George Michael. George Michael. Um, yeah, I mean, he got caught, like, soliciting sex in the parks, right? Um, but, you know, okay. He was part You're of in the a scene. porn theater. That's what you do. Yeah. You're in a bathroom in a park where men go to hook up. That's, That's what you what do. You do. <laughs> <laughs> leave, leave George Michael alone. <laughs> what was the thing? Oh, he from, was so pretty. Did you ever see the Kids in the Hall movie, Brain Candy? Oh no, I know. I'm the worst. Com- see, I'm a bad comedian too. I That's a really it. funny movie. Actually, it holds up. Uh, there's a scene where the, uh, there's a guy who's a closeted gay man, and he's like, I don't know what. Ha- I just went into this bathroom, and I, my pants somehow. He came unbuckled and they fell down and then I fell against this sink and then this man came up behind me and he's just <laughs> making this long, <laughs> hilarious excuse. Um, and then he takes uh, a wonder drug and admits he's gay. Good. Everybody who's gay, that's cool. You should just admit it. You're, and you're good. You'll be, instead of being angry about If you're it. in Los Angeles, you should do that. If you're somewhere where they will shoot you, do not do that. No, you should Actually, still. that's everywhere in the country. Never mind. Just be who you are. It <laughs> you doesn't matter. You should still matter. admit it. You can find your community. Be who you are. 
No um, matter where you are. Hopefully nobody will shoot you. Hopefully nobody the more people, will shoot you. The more people that, that like come out and be themselves, whether it be gay or whether it be whatever it is, uh, hopefully the less people will be violent to them. Because the less secrets we that hope. you have, the less people can hold against you. I learned that That's true in too. the fourth grade when I was horribly bullied. Oh, really? Yeah. Just and let everything, everybody know everything about you. Yeah. They don't have That's part about being to... in comedy is like being honest about, you know, yeah. telling the world who you are with all its <laughs> flaws. Uh, uh, that's why I do a podcast to expose my flaws to the world. Hooray! Thanks for being here, Marcelino. Thank Where you for having people... me. I'm sorry I'm sad. <laughs> uh, I don't think it was that sad. I thought we had a good time. I had a good time. It's fun Thank talking you. about this stuff. Yeah. And you're super smart about Thank all you. of these topics. So are you. Thank you. Um, where can people uh, find your comedy or follow your social medias if they want? Oh, to? yeah. Uh, I'm mainly on Instagram at the death of Marat. Uh, that is like the David painting, the death of Marat, M-A-R-A-T. Or, uh, as Dom Johnson says, the death of Ma Rat. Ma Rat. Ma, ma rat. rat. Like the, the like mom rat. The rat who was your mother and raised you. <laughs> um, yeah, or you could check out uh, Friendo Comedy or the Bajancy Comedy or Latinx Comedy Pachanga. Mm-hmm. And these the, are all these are all sketch, sketch groups comedy that groups I am that part of. Do things around Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bajancy and Friendo Sketch are also on Instagram and other fun things. Bajancy is like B A E. Asterix. Asterix. G-E-N-C-Y. We will not make it easier for you to find <laughs> us. Uh, that's my all women of color sketch group. And uh, on September 1st, after sketch night, which I believe is 930, at the Pack Theater, you can catch my pilot reading. If you want to see September 1st. 1st. 930. So Sunday. Sunday at the Pack. 930. Sunday night. Want to see a... Po- uh, if you're in the Hollywood area, that's the Pack Theater on If you're Santa into Monica wrestling yeah. or Mexicans. Both? Or both. What about neither? Then you should not come. <laughs> then why are you listening to me? Why are you listening to me? Why are you listening? Yeah. Who are you? You need... Okay. If you are not interested in either wrestling or Mexicans, you need to get help. <laughs> Because they're both delightful. They're both aw- awesome. <laughs> Did I almost say awful? <laughs> awesome. They're both <laughs> great things. Like um, science. Like science is. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm Dave Chacho. I can be found at Dave Chacho and all the things. And Science AF can be found at scienceafpod.com or at scienceafpod on Twitter. And just scienceaf on Facebook. Follow us, comment, respond, thumbs up. Rate and review. Emoji, rate, review. (laughs) Tell us you like us or don't. I don't care. Tell us something. Send us your giant parrots. Give us feedback. If you have a giant two and a half foot tall parrot, send pictures. 15 pounds. Or if you have a five foot long salamander. Send pictures. Bring it over on a leash. I want to pet it so bad. This has been Science AF. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Oh, I gotta turn this up. Science AF. Science AF.
Science A.M. Science A.M. Science is fuck.